0: Everybody. Welcome to Workforce Gaming. I am Brad, here with Doug. Hey. High on life as a first-person shooter by a new studio, but I know that it has some involvement with the Rick and Morty people, so I don't know exactly where this came from, but it it definitely has its own vibe to it, I can <laughs> gather from the one trailer I watched. So uh, yeah. I think it might have been Game Awards or something like that, and it had just the trailer with a talking gun, and it was saying all kinds of ridiculous shit at you, and that's that's kind of what i got on this
1: yeah 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 yeah. So this, so this game is is high on life it's by squanch games they've done um trover Source saves the universe mm, which is kind mm-hmm. of a fun vr game they yep. also did a really cool vr game called accounting plus yep. um and i would say the thing so they obviously t- tied to one half of the rick and morty guys justin roiland um which is where a lot of the um <laughs> what turns people off this game immediately can kind of come from or people get super <laughs> into it um I will say that the one thing that's kind of like throughout their games that's really, really impressive is I would say is the amount of dialogue they have and not just the amount of dialogue, but the amount of contextual dialogue they have. And I'd say like besides just the, oh, we're goofy humor and here's a really funny, extensive poop joke. It's it has a lot of really really good uh, contextual dialogue, and I think that's that's the thing that kind of separates their games, besides just being like funny dirty jokes. um, Mm -hmm. From I would say you know I'd say almost like an industry standard in contextual dialogue um, compared to like other games. Um,
0: So that's that's kind of the head and shoulders thing that like if I'm doing bullet points of like major important major key thing, is contextual dialogue like really stands out hard here, and that's kind of the main.
1: Yes. It's like, it's like number one, really crass humor that you'll either like completely vibe with or just totally hate. I, I'm i I'm a quiet Rick and Morty fan in that I enjoy the show and don't interact with the fandom at all. <laughs> um, but it's, it's a really, um, crass sort of, um not in your face, but it's like, it's just a really type. it's a really crass type of humor. And it's a lot of jokes, like boom, 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 boom. And I would say it hits like 20% of the time. So if Ugh. you're just like, uh, this game sucks, but like if they, but that that 20%, it's like, they've told, you know, 10, you know, that, that 20% comes around enough that I was laughing out loud more in this game more than any other game I've ever played before. Um, yeah. So is
0: it so is it just like super quick humor where it's like okay yeah those it hits twenty percent of the time but there were ten jokes in the last five minutes so in the last five minutes yes. I heard two good jokes and eight bad jokes
1: yeah exactly so for example um, one of the things I think that's oh so I guess High on Life what is this came about um, <laughs> and I'll get back to that um, so what High on Life is it's a it's so it's a first person shooter very similar to Bioshock Infinite I would say it takes a lot of a um, lot of stuff from Bioshock Infinite it How takes so? a lot. Um, I'll get into it. <laughs> it takes a lot of stuff from Ratchet & Clank um, and a lot of stuff from Mass Effect. It's not good as any of those three games, but... <laughs> can, I,
0: can I just say, I feel like you just pulled out three. You're like, what games is Brad like? He likes Bioshock. He likes Ratchet and & Clank. And he, no. So those three. those th- You know those three I, games I, that you like that you yeah. can see, like... The steel looks of behind me on my no, shelf right it's, now. It's those funny three games. I think,
1: I think talking about this game, I think this game honestly would have been incredible if the execution was there, but I say I think the execution isn't quite there. But it really does. It is really interesting because it is like a Ratchet and Clank light, it's a Bioshock light, it's a Mass Effect light through this lens of really, really crass, dirty humor. Uh, that's really abrasive and you know if you don't like that humor you're not going to get through it you're not yeah. going to see those kind of cooler yep. aspects um but the reason it's called high on life it's because a cartel an alien cartel has invaded uh earth and mm-hmm. because they found out that humans can get pe- can get aliens really high so <laughs> you're trying to stop this cartel from like literally smoking the human race <laughs> and that's why oh, it's called oh not high like they they
0: can get you like Physically taking a human and using okay,
1: yeah, like they stick him in a chamber called a super bong and then they smoke the humans. <laughs> see, okay. and that's and that's what I'm saying. It's like it's a dumb, it's a stupid, stupid dumb joke. But it's a dumb joke done through a triple A lens, and I think that's the thing that's kind of funny about it because, um, like, you'll see uh, like a fart joke that's just like the most elaborately well animated really funny dialogue in this like kind of intense cutscene. It's just like a fart joke, but you just know so much effort went into that one fart joke. That's kind of like weird, unique little amalgamation of stuff. Um, And kind of what we were talking about before you asked me before, it's like, you know, the joke hit is like kind of low percent. It's like 20%. But um, so for example, um, you know, in every game, there's always like a news report on a screen somewhere. It's like terrorists have blown up the building. And you're like, okay, I think I got the idea of it. And you just kind of like wonder why, because you don't care. Um, but they have a TV in the background that's basically running commercials, quote-unquote, yep. which are more like short films that are <laughs> really funny because the amount of effort that goes in them is like very clear of like really low effort to really high effort. And some of those really low effort ones are kind of funny because they'll keep in the dialogue where people screwed up and are laughing. Um, I remember one time I was talking to a character. He's like, I'm a Glaborian. No, wait. a am gl- a gl- I. F- Fuck, I don't remember what I was called, but then he just keeps going on with the dialogue. Like he, the guy forgot. Like, they took, like the, they
0: took the bloopers and put the kept the bloopers in the yes. game, essentially.
1: Yeah, but it's really funny because it, it that sort of stuff. I think it, it, it kind of gives like this like weird like heart to the game that I really liked. It's like the people who made this game really cared about it, and the jokes that are kind of low effort jokes are kind of fun because it's just these guys goofing around. But then they had to animate it. Yeah. Um, one of my one of my favorite jokes in the game, um, really early on was on the TV they have an advertisement for the late for like a new a new album that's coming out and the album is Guy Stuck in a Hole, and it's very clear, like, the concept of it is that there's a guy stuck in a hole, and they stuck, like, a microphone down the hole. He's like, oh, God, help. It's like, with your fra- like greatest hits, like, oh, no, I think I'm going to die. And the guy's like, oh, God, I'm going to die. Why are you guys recording this? It's like other things, such as, like, don't leave me alone at night. And the guy's like, oh, don't leave me alone at night. And it's like the hottest hits from Guy in a Hole. And it's just like, that's it. It's like a dumb fight. And you could say that's a stupid joke it is a stupid yep. joke yeah but it's just fun seeing that kind of really dumb joke in a triple a game because no triple a game would ever no, do no, a yeah. lowbrow humor joke and the thing is that those jokes are constantly constantly coming so i think a lot of people and that's why i am say it's kind of abrasive because it's that constant just like the uh, jokes that are coming at you and they're either hitting or they're not but even the bad jokes are kind of funny because they're Cause they're bad, and then like the really joke, the jokes that are like really clever are actually oh that's really funny. Um, I think there was there was a scene later in the game that I like don't really want to discuss um, too much, um, but it's an elaborate. I would say it's one of the it's probably one of the cooler set pieces I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and the set piece takes place in a restaurant, and a guy a character is basically pouring their soul out to you, and the waiter keeps coming by. <laughs> and then interrupting the conversation, but you can keep ordering food as, like, part of the interaction. Yeah. It's such a stupid j- joke, but I was like, I've just never played anything like this in a video game before where, like, this really heartbreaking emotional scene keeps getting interrupted by a rude waiter <laughs> that's trying to, like, and you keep ordering margaritas and stuff that you can sit there and drink while the guy's talking, and he'll <laughs> comment on the fact that you just, what on what food you ordered, on what this you ordered. Yeah, that and,
0: contextual dialogue. Um,
1: yeah, and th- th- I think that was the thing I kind of want to try and, like, veer into next is the contextual dialogue. So when you when you meet a character in a video game, you're talking like like let's say you walk with a character, you talk to them, you walk away and they're like, hey, buddy, I wasn't done yet or, or whatever. Yeah. So they have that for all the characters afraid. That's just kind of like a baseline contextual dialogue. You do something while they're talking and uh, it back. kind of it stops the dialogue or it changes the dialogue in some way. Yeah. So in this game, you have four you have four guns. And they all they essentially act as your sort of like let's say companions. So when you pull out a gun, um, in a st- depending on which gun you pull out in a scene, the dialogue could change. Um,
0: oh, because so that gun's example, jumping in and adding like different lines too. Y-
1: yes. So all the guns can all the guns can hear what is going on in the conversation, and the gun is the one responding because your character doesn't talk. So every co- so as soon as I pick up like one, the first gun's name is Kenny. Um, Every time I have Kenny out, he'll be t- he'll, he's the one talking with the characters. But if I pull out a different gun, now that's the gun that's talking with the characters. Yeah. And depending on which gun you have out, because they all have diff- different personalities, the conversations can change. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, by the end of the game, you have four characters that can enter into any conversation that's going on in the game. Um, okay. And there's some really, really cool Easter eggs that are associated with that. I would say it doesn't really change the game per se like there's there's never there's never like a major choice or anything that's really going to affect anything um Mm -hmm. but it's just really cool seeing how like oh it makes sense that this gun is in the scene saying these things but every conversation it could be any one of the four guns and they all work really really well together um talking i saw a a really uh, it's too spoiler to talk about but (laughs) there's essentially there's essentially if you bring a gun into a certain scene with a character they they actually figure out something about that character that the player may, oh, may okay. not have figured out. Um, but because the gun has this sort of relationship, like, oh, wait a second, that doesn't actually quite make sense what you're saying. Um, and you wouldn't know that unless that gun had been out in that particular scene. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really crazy. So it's not just that, but like certain items I buy with certain guns out, um, certain, like basically every single thing you do, there is a reaction in the game to that, to, to that yeah, happening. To that happening. Yeah. So it's just, it's super, super impressive in that aspect that I thought was like really, really cool. I think that was the thing that was kind of like pulling me through because I think that's probably the most interesting
0: aspect, especially how like sometimes like jokes can change because the character's different and then that sort of thing. Yeah. You have somebody different responding to it, hearing it, telling it, whatever the case may be. So I guess, I guess that's kind of where this game stands out is the really hit or miss. Uh, humor of it, and I kind of like. After you told me you're playing this, I went and looked at reviews, and I think every review is like, "This game sucks. The humor is bad. This game is great, mm-hmm. hilarious. I love it." Where yeah. does the gameplay actually fit in? Because I, I kind of mm-hmm. get the sense that like the gameplay doesn't matter from everything it, I've kind of seen, where it's just like it's just a first person shooter that's really just there to get you from joke to joke to joke to joke. It is, and it's
1: like a pretty good first person shooter. Um, I, I really would say it's most similar to Bioshock Infinite. So you remember in Bioshock Infinite? I'd say the big thing that's interesting about Bioshock Infinite, there's like a lot of um, sort of railings that you can sort of grind yeah, on. There's yep. a lot of movement options. So it's that's like a big aspect of it, is like moving through the levels quickly. Um, it It's it's kind of hard to talk about because it is there's nothing that's too stand out about it. Okay. It's just, I, I think it's like the aspect that it's like a living gun is an interesting aspect about yep. it. Um, like for example, there's like one gun who's like kind of your who's kind of going crazier because he doesn't really want to kill people, but the more he kills people, the more sort of he gets like a bloodlust for it.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so it's those sort of it's so it, it's so ultimately kind... even the gameplay comes back to the humor. Like even the gameplay is tied back into the humor. Yeah. Like everything. And I guess that's maybe why so many people are hit or miss on it, is because everything yeah. is pushing you to the humor. Nothing's pushing you to the story. Nothing's pushing you to the gameplay. It's all pushing to how can we make this a comedy more so than a tight first-person shooter that's innovative or a really deep story.
1: Yeah, but I mean, how many comedy games are there? There are games that are that have funny parts to them. Yeah, no. But there are very even like even Psychonauts, which I love, which is a quote-unquote funny game. Actually, is yeah, it's a more heartfelt story. So if it's, if this, it's just interesting seeing this kind of like dumb humor in, in this triple A. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and I think that's, yeah. But, but I think it makes me, it makes me happy though, because it's a type of humor you just don't see in games. Um, and like, like I was saying, some like the cool set pieces, like what you're talking, you're in conversations you've just never been in, in a game before. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're doing things in a game plot wise that you've just never done before because they're too stupid. Right. <laughs> <But, laughs> But I really appreciate how stupid they they were. Um, yeah, no, it's just it's it's a it's a game that I think and like because you're asking how the gameplay is like it's fine, it's serviceable. I think is mm-hmm. the thing like it's not the thing grabbing you forward. Like I, I I can't I can just imagine there's somebody out there who's like this the humor just doesn't work for them at all. And yeah. then, like, they're like, well, this gameplay sucks, so what's even the point of playing this? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, and then they're like, 2 out of 10, I get sure. I think, yeah. I think this game actually got 3 out of 10, which is
0: no. And that's surprising. and that's what I was saying yeah. when I was looking at reviews, is everything was humor, good, 10 out of 10. Humor, yeah. bad, 5 out of 10. And it was just this, like, yeah. this, this rotating scale of does the humor work for you or not, which, again, it's that very, from what I've seen, that Rick and Morty adult swim style humor, where it's like... yeah this has an audience and that audience is going to be all about it. But if you're not in that audience, well, it's not for you. Tough luck. We're not, we're not trying to get you to play it anyway.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which is why it's kind of like the perfect sort of game passy game. Like, I think, I think if you gave it like 10 minutes, I, I don't know. There's just some really funny, like they, they do a lot of good jokes with like uh, what uh, there's a joke that really got me at the beginning was in, I think fallout games, how they have you select your character as you look into a mirror and yeah. then like you change your face or whatever. And this game opens up with your sister offering you a line of cocaine. And then you look down at her little hand mirror, which has a line of cocaine in it. And that's the mirror that they use to see that you can swap your face. Um, yeah, And it's just like, it's just stupid stuff like that. And I really loved it. I mean, I really, really enjoyed it as a result of that stuff. Um, what's well, some of the other cool gags they did? They have four full-length movies that are in the games mm-hmm. that the characters will talk about. Like, every time you come back to this house, there's a movie playing, mm-hmm. and then the characters will talk about the movie. So it's, like, four full-length movies that they that they really did license out, and they're weird, weird movies that yeah. are kind of fun to watch. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm just happy this game exists because it feels so different. I, th- I, think, I think it's good that it's so um, up and down on, like, reviews and stuff because I just feel like there's so many games that are so kind of, like, just... Bland. they aren't really trying to say anything and this yeah. one's just like no i'm gonna make a stance in this tone and this stone is either gonna be for you or it's not gonna be for you and i we need, i think we need more stuff like that
0: yeah i think yeah avoiding the triple a bland seems to be the, the the goal here and yeah and and that's good and i think like especially you kept mentioning triple a level that i feel like you get it in the indie space a lot but there's not many like high budget looking big games that have that so yeah interesting yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, we are Workforce Gaming. You can follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming. Subscribe to us wherever you're listening, and we will see you later. Bye.